0: Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub.
1: What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? Today is a amazing day.
0: It truly is. Fucking
1: amazing weekend.
0: Yeah, Pretty yeah. much. If if it sounds to anyone who's listening uh, like we're in a submarine
1: <laughs> and
0: there's an apocalypse outside, it's, it's kind of because there is and it's true.
1: Yeah, but it's a fun apocalypse. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody wants to go outside and be a part of this chaos.
0: Yeah, we are uh, here in Las Vegas recording uh, while Life is Beautiful is unfolding like just outside these four walls.
1: It's amazing. It is amazing. Uh, second time here for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. but the first time I was here. That was my first three day festival I'd ever experienced. Like I've never coachella I never Lollapaloo's stud I've never done any of it. But <laughs> you've never this, South by
0: Southwestern or Bonnaroo.
1: Well, Bonnaroo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you've never Bonnaroo.
1: I've never Bonnaroo. Yeah. You, you
0: look like a Bonnaroonian.
1: Really? Yeah. What does that mean?
0: I don't know. I think people from St. Louis like Bonnaroo.
1: Does that mean I like like I like drugs and I'm from the Midwest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> exactly about right. right. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: 100 percent maybe a little jam band maybe some like you know easy oh, i
1: hate noodling
0: oh you do i i'm not a fan either but I, you know i feel like you say that and people come at you yeah oh. like you just haven't you just don't and Yeah. The, there was one moment when i lived with a house full of like you just haven't and you just don't people mm-hmm. where i did actually get it i got super baked on a sunny California afternoon and the noodle was drifting through the house and I had one sunbeam like catch a prism that cast a rainbow on the wall just as I was like, oh, I get it. And then five minutes later, I was like, no, Mm -mm. just don't. I need beginnings, middles, and ends.
1: Yeah. Were these also the same type of people who only do dabs and they only do specific dabs (laughs) and they carry around timers and blow torches in a fanny pack?
0: They are aficionados. Yes, they know a lot about the dabs. I
1: get it. Yeah. Yeah. So like guitar noodling and expertly um processed debris. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a real thing that they have such a deep appreciation for. And I have a deep appreciation for them having that appreciation. I just feel like they kept trying to like make me understand something that they felt like i just wasn't getting it and i was like no i do get it i just don't like it right you know yeah yeah yeah. like i mean i could you know like yeah like i could play my you know fucking irish jigs and reels or you know for one of them i sometimes i like to listen to the news on npr and (laughs) one of them was like can you shut that off please and i was like oh is my npr offending you i'm so sorry i'd like to know what's happening in the world so that was a pretty funny moment where i was like i've listened to your fucking noodles 24 7 for the weeks that we've been in this house i like working on this weed project thing and i put on npr for like one five minute morning while warming up the car right and he was like god makes me think of my dad and i was like yeah okay <laughs> anyway maybe you should address that <laughs> i mean yeah. i'm sorry i remind you of your dad son <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry no it's tangential good.
1: here we are well yeah i mean for me like it, uh i i forget how great music is okay and i think i've said that before because i just it doesn't occur to me to listen to it because i do love things like npr and podcasts and all of that so to come here and see music live and experience that and always forget how wonderful that is while on many drugs mm-hmm. which make the music you know fill up my cells it's great uh so yeah i'm just having a wonderful time and the drugs are also making me feel incredible
0: (laughs) what have you seen and done running around and i mean i because we got here friday right and oh did a bunch of shit on friday and then i left and did a crazy 24 hour i'll be right back i just have to go to new york for a day turn around and got back today so i don't know what you
1: i have molly jaw like a motherfucker right uh, now oh it's that i got that tight you know, like screws on the side of a vice is what my jaw feels like right now. Yeah. Because um, my teeth have just been, you know, soldered shut, oh, essentially. Uh, sounds
0: uncomfortable. Well, you know how,
1: like, I chew on a straw so I don't bite my nails because I have a... I love, like, things in my mouth.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, I love things in my mouth, especially my fingers, apparently, for my whole life. So I chew on a straw so I don't bite my nails. That straw has seen... Like, it's been to hell and back this weekend like with all the Molly. It's just
0: like flattened piece of fucking crazy. that never looks like it never had a life as a straw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what
1: happened to you? It's crawling out of the jungle yeah. like, oh, don't go in there. <laughs> oh his mouth is <laughs> war. Um, yeah, but I love Molly so much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if my jaw hurts a little bit as the only side effect that I currently know about and mm-hmm. i'm good
0: did you have some weed that you enjoyed during your time while you were like rolling and running around and watching some music
1: what's the thing you gave me the the uh, vape uh, pen
0: oh uh the steezy
1: fucking dope yeah shout out steezy
0: steezy are great they are one of the vape pens that are making uh the battery with a little pod which the pax also does and g pen also has one called geo mm. so it's like a pre-loaded little cartridge that is Um, Not like the uh, glass vape cartridges that you screw on with the battery, but it just pops in.
1: Yeah, it's so simple
0: It's super simple and it produces really clean Nice tasty hits and they're so stealthy. My favorite thing about it is how stealthy it is because it's like Flat and black and kind of slides into your pocket. It's not one of those kind of like long round. I don't know I like it a lot.
1: Yeah, it's not something that anyone knows you have with you
0: And I just tasted the one you which pod did you pop in?
1: um
0: do-si-do? The Jack. Oh, Jack. Yeah. Jack. What was it? Grape Jack? No, I don't even remember.
1: Uh, Jack Gra- Black.
0: Jack. <laughs> anyway, it's delicious. Yeah. And you like it.
1: It's great. Yeah. Stealth. It's smooth. It's cool. It's calm. Uh, it's easily shareable. The thing, I think I'm more into vapes than anything right now, if I'm going to be honest. Sure. Yeah. Just because of that convenience. Like I can sit in Panera Bread and uh, just blow some clouds out while I'm eating an apple and a Tuscan chicken.
0: You order apples at Panera?
1: Yeah, you get an apple side, or you get chips, but I always oh. go apple.
0: That's such a weird side. I don't want to eat a fucking apple.
1: <laughs> you don't want <laughs> to go back to the cafeteria? Get,
0: get out of here. <laughs> I don't want a fucking apple. <laughs> Give true. me some fruit salad at least, so I can like eat it with a fork, but I have to like bite into that shit? What?
1: F- one, fuck fruit salad. That's the, It's an abomination of a side plate. Oh, now. Uh, all those melons that taste like shit and look like wax? Great point. Fuck that.
0: Great point, but a great fruit salad, which you're never going to get at Panera, when you have a grapefruit salad, you understand why fruit salad became a thing. If okay. it's truly well done. There was this place that in, I used to work at in New York and they had this thing called the Fru Fru and it was uh, Greek yogurt with pineapple and then a bunch of fresh berries, blueberry, raspberry, very occasionally strawberry, but never anything like grapes or melons, just a gorgeous fruit salad. And then they would top it with uh, toasted hazelnuts and drizzle it with Greek honey. Christ. And I looked forward to going into work because I liked that thing so much because I could have it as my staff meal. Yeah. So that's my affinity for fruit salad is like thinking of that kind of dish. Totally right. Fuck fruit salad. Fuck the melon. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like the, uh, it's like the filler. Yeah. You know, it's such filler fruit.
0: Yeah. It's like styrofoam peanuts in a, you know, clamshell that should be full of deliciousness. But instead it's like, get out, get out of here. Okay. So you eat apples at Panera. Uh That's Uh, a weird (laughs) thing to know about you. (laughs) Do you like... Just bite into it? Do you do you bring a pocket knife and cut it up into slices? Oh,
1: I would love to do the pocket knife move. That's, that's the move. That's
0: my dad move. Really? He yeah. really
1: did? He would carve off pieces and then put it on his thumb and put the knife in his mouth with a slice of an apple?
0: He always had a pocket knife, pocket knife and a handkerchief, and yeah, he would always cut up the apple and he would offer you a slice on his thumb.
1: Is he bare grills? who is your dad?
0: He was, yeah, he was an outdoorsman and he always had the knife to like, he could cut up an orange really easily. He could cut up an apple for you. He could whittle something. He wasn't a whittler, but you know, he could, you know, not di- even a whittle. No, mm-hmm. he dissect a fish, you know, all that kind of stuff. If, if you got something stuck in your foot he'd you know, wipe out his knife and cut it out of there. Gosh. Yeah. What a man. He was a man. I remember when we were in, uh, France we did a cycling trip in France together and he went swimming and I was sitting on the beach reading and he came back and he had walked through some crazy like low-level walking out into the sand fish hooks that the locals had set up to catch some you know little fish that would come in with the tide or whatever anyway he'd walked right through it the, this hook got stuck all the way through his big toe. Oh, my gosh. So that it was all the I mean, you can't pull it out at that point. And he just no. took out a pair of pliers. I was thinking he had used his knife. That's why I'm telling the story. But it was actually pliers that were in his kit. But he just cut the tip we even of the hook off. He even had a fucking kit. And he just, yeah. And he pulled the hook back out. And <gasps> we went on our way. Christ yeah, almighty! he just like had an extra glass of wine that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's badass.
1: He is badass. I would have been like, hospital, stat, and like pushing over people who have real problems. To like, get out of my way. I need surgery. You
0: know, I know that's not true because I watched you cut your finger open and then we just put duct tape on it and oh, you kept yeah. cooking dinner. So don't, you know, right. come on. All right. All that's right. fair. Yeah. I
1: have when I remember once for a hockey game, I was, uh, I covered the puck and um, it was the championship game, and they were trying to railroad me. They were trying to, like, get me out of the game to put the backup in. Mm-hmm. And so I I made a save, and I covered the puck. And then he um, – a guy slammed into me from the side, just, like, cold-cocked me. And I got – my mask smashed into my lip, and my lip exploded, and I had, like, blood all the way down my face and all the way down my neck. Like, and it was dripping everywhere. And I just, like – they were like oh you're getting a penalty and they were like can you keep playing what are you gonna do and they just put super glue on my lip I was like just super glue it and hold it and let's just take a time out and then I played the rest of the game and we fucking won but my whole lip was just super glued shut because I didn't want to go get stitches or get pulled out of the game
0: and were you like the hottest shit at school for like or were you still in school then yeah it was cool were you hot it was cool were the were, were like people like yo that was so cool and also like uh, what's your number (laughs) can i kiss that better (laughs) like it's so hot what's your aim
1: what's your aim yeah oh what's your aim asl like (laughs) yeah exactly yeah like
0: it's so i remember like yeah like a guy who got hurt or a girl who like you know did something really hard and like had some like awesome injury like i play water polo with like badasses badasses badass women
1: that's brutal under the water
0: yeah badasses who were like and they'd be nursing some like cool injury and you're just like ugh. Yeah, that okay. makes it
1: cool. It is cool. Speaking injuries are cool, unfortunately.
0: Speaking of injuries, who did we just fucking see before we came over here to pod?
1: Oh, fucking uh, 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 Mike Tyson.
0: On the street, at Life is Beautiful, just walked past Mike Tyson. Speaking of injuries.
1: Yeah, because he's injured a lot of people. <laughs> he has
0: inflicted some pain. Emotional yes. pain. Well, he's a bad you know, person. Well, I don't know if he's a bad person. He's done. He's done a lot. He's fought a lot of people. He's bitten some ears. He's, mm-hmm. you know, some, some some violent assaults on people. Just saw him on the street. He was yeah. buying a, a hot dog, maybe a beer. I don't know.
1: Straight up, I felt him before I saw him. Wow, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of do. He was so. Like there was such a insane power coming from somewhere that I felt him, and it made me look up because he was heading my way. And as soon as I looked up, I realized who he was, and I was like, "Whoa!" Hmm. Like I can't imagine getting in the ring with you and just feeling that kind of uh, what I don't even know what the word would be. I don't for even what I felt.
0: know. You are just attuned to feeling him. Do you feel like it was like you? Well, the Molly's helping. For sure. Uh, Are you currently high on Molly?
1: I mean, I I don't know when I'm not right now. Like a
0: residual sort of like Molly. You have a a little glow. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's sort of like, you know, when uh, like animals are in the sea and there's the seal bobbing around in the cove and it feels the presence of something. It feels the great white underneath. Not quite aware of where it is or what the impending doom is. But you think you were the seal and Mike Tyson was the shark in that moment?
1: That makes me feel small, but yes. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: comparatively, I, I would say that you are, yes, smaller than Mike Tyson. Yeah. And um, then well, he, he would ma- take you, I'm yeah. going to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it makes me feel lesser to be a seal to a shark, but 100%. Well,
0: also, like, I...
1: Y- he could punch me through a wall and everyone would clap. Like, that's well, the kind of like, yeah, like, the, just like, the, be the, like, whoa, that was awesome. And then I'm like, ugh,
0: well, ugh. he also kind of radiates that aggression and violence that you, I think, work to, you know, maybe, maybe sort of like incorporate into your life, but not radiate as a person who, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've seen the other side of me, sure. the, the less chill side. Yeah. I,
0: the sleepy side. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing
1: two things, baby. <laughs> two out of seven dwarfs. I'm He's bored. either
0: sleeping or eating or smoking. No, not <laughs> true. That,
1: that would be the seven. Like that should be the seven dwarfs. Sure. Sleeping, eating, smoking. Yeah. Hanging, chilling. Yapping. Yapping. Napping. And napping. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing.
0: Oh fuck. Yes, I've seen your other side for sure. I've seen when you get mad. I remember last year actually, when the first time we came to this festival and we were hanging out and I got, uh, I think you thought I was getting swindled Mm -hmm. by a cigarette vendor and I was like, yo, am I going to punch that guy?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I hate injustice. I hate injustice.
0: When I didn't know you very well at that point, like we were just kind of hanging out and starting to be friends. And I was, I was sort of like, this isn't for me to be like, yo, like and manage you with that guy at all. So I just kind of stood back and took it all in. But I definitely saw you get angry in a way that, uh, I hadn't, especially in a new friendship. I was like, yo, he's got like, he's got a, he's got some, Something there. Yeah. Some undercurrent. Yeah. It was was interesting to see. It's always interesting to see the different aspects. You know, because we only present certain facets of ourselves to people a lot of the time. And so, I don't know. Getting another glimpse of you. Mask off. Yeah. Mask
1: off. Yeah. Mask off.
0: Mask off.
1: Yeah. Um, Also, great song. And, by the way, (laughs) you know Mask Off, right?
0: I don't. You
1: don't? By who? Oh, shit. Future. Future.
0: Oh yeah, I mean I've heard it. I don't know it well yeah. enough to quote it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nobody, nobody's singing that song lyric for lyric. Okay, anyway, um, to get back on track, I, I. When were we thing, ever on track? I don't. This
0: know. whole time, I,
1: but I like to feel like I have control. Sure, you know,
0: guide us, guide us forward. Can
1: we talk about clear backpacks for a second? Yes. So stupid, so silly. Oh, what the fuck are we doing?
0: I'm so in, tar- like, in um, favor of them. Why? Uh, I think they're they're not doing any harm.
1: Yes, they are. They're taking away privacy. What they're privacy
0: t- do you need to have in your fucking backpack when you're at a giant festival that I think... It doesn't matter.
1: Like I, I, mm, I mm.
0: don't know, though. In this culture, in this country, with ex- being in Las Vegas especially and thinking about, you know, like, violence, you know, people being able to conceal a weapon and hurt people. Like, today we saw a barricade that I'd never seen before that's put up just outside of the... Um, Entrance into life is beautiful. That is to prevent cars from driving into crowds right and I saw that and I had a real moment where you know I've never been anywhere near any kind of that thing but I've seen of course we've all seen it play out in the news in so many places in France and in Toronto and in Charlottesville and and so to just even look at that and be like fuck they, the festival organizers had to think about that and the Possibility that someone might actually take this yeah moment. But that's to mow why people it's a down. fucking
1: problem. I'm sorry well, to interrupt you.
0: Don't No, no, it's okay. I just want to say that the, the clear backpacks are one of the few, you know, small actions that we can take to just be, you know, it doesn't bother me. At, and I understand where you're like, fuck the man. And I shouldn't have to show him what I have but, in my backpack. It's just security of all festival goers. I don't have a problem with it at all. I'm not trying to bring anything in anyway. My drugs are already either in my mouth or like tucked into my shoe. Yeah. I don't need to I'm not bringing in anything that I need to hide that I would need a bag. Unless I was trying to bring in drinks, which... That, you know, if you don't, if you can't the, go to a, I don't know. All I'm, we're doing, I'm,
1: but all we're fucking doing is adapting to the issues instead of addressing the issues themselves.
0: Sure, but. Uh,
1: and so it's like, oh, I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, my, my agenda to shoot a gun in public is not going to be deterred by a clear backpack. Like, I'm not going to be like, ah, shit, now, that, now I have no way to carry this. Like, it's, I hate, I hate that it's all adapting well, in, and, and, in the direction of like, uh, we we don't trust anyone um, sure. and everything is going to possibly happen. So instead we prepare for the worst, which makes you even more fearful. And it's just, we're already so violent. And like a clear backpack to me is such an invasion of fucking privacy. And it's also not addressing the real issue, which is like, guns and chaos and anger and violence
0: I totally agree with you on that also just to say that like you know what happened in Las Vegas last year had nothing to do with backpacks or anyone carrying anything around in the festival because that, was so that guy was in a fucking yeah in a hotel uh, above the crowd so that yeah. wasn't about anything that you know anyone could have prevented through monitoring the actual festival or the secure the festival security doing anything that was incredibly horrible and tragic and um gross and I don't even know how to talk about it It no
1: but it it also like super real fucking happened and it's so fucked up that it did
0: it's yeah and I think the thing though with the clear backpacks and yes like it is acquiescing to the culture instead of fixing the problems uh I just don't uh have a problem with that acquiescence right now I'm happy to acquiesce in those small ways Uh, And while we work to fix things, you know, and I know that it's like these slippery slopes like, you know The TSA rules being implemented after 9-11 becoming super invasive. Yeah, I won't
1: go through those machines I always get a pat down. Sure. I won't do that machine. That's never have and I never will.
0: That's awesome. I yeah, I I uh, Again, I do yeah, you know, but usually I don't have to because most often I'm traveling with Archie the dog Archie Moo who's yeah. not here in Las Vegas <laughs> He's staying with Ben
1: first time no barks on a pod
0: yeah no barks just <laughs> loud loud background music but so normally I don't have to go through that thing but I do I will go through it and I think that um I am naturally a little more compliant than I like to play it play it off as like I think I ne- I sometimes paint myself as a little more like yeah anyway I have opinions and fuck them at, you know no like I'm I kind of take the past of the path of least resistance more often than I might like to admit to. Yeah. But I think that sometimes, um, I believe in choosing your battles and picking, uh, and really at this festival, I'm the one wearing a clear backpack. You have no backpack. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. So what's your problem with my clear back? Let me have my clear backpack, man.
1: <laughs> I just don't I just don't like it. I, I, get I know it. I feel like anything I'm gonna say at this point is just repeating myself. Well it's
0: it's an indicator that we have a big problem. Yeah. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Like going through the TSA security lines is an indicator that we have a big problem that still hasn't been fixed.
1: In the theater of all of it, it's yeah. just such theater. Yeah, you know, sure. I there. Uh, well, um, there,
0: there, there are also, you know, hopefully, b- b- some measures in there that are working. Hopefully, hopefully, you have to give them some credit. I and, don't know. and should
1: I be president? I uh, think I'd be a great president. Yeah, I'm going to be straight Yeah, you admit to up. some
0: more drug use on air? Yeah. Look. Uh, <laughs> right now.
1: I've had unprotected sex before marriage. Wow. I love taking drugs, mm. especially Molly and shrooms.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, what else can I just like lay out now? Oh, and also I just think everyone should have basic human rights. Cool. Great. I should be president. So on
0: two out of three of those things, you're actually the same as the guy who's currently in charge. <laughs> <laughs> <No>! <laughs> except, for th- except for the basic human rights. <laughs> He's definitely knocked up a bunch of people and uh he's definitely taken a whole bunch of amphetamines, I believe. Yeah. Just based on his um amped up insanity. And that's our moment about that. Okay. All right. Don't lean into that we one. We can't
1: end on this. Don't
0: lean into that one. Let's
1: let's not. Let's um, talk
0: about other So awesome you were things. in
1: Okay, real for real though, you are a jet setter. Speaking of Well, like you are you started here with me yep. in Vegas mm-hmm. and then you jet set
0: I was able to do something that I'm so glad like the way it unfolded it was actually really great because we had plans to come to this festival thanks to our friend uh who who hooked us up with VIP tickets Samin thank you and uh we just knew that that was happening and we had plans to like come and run around and see a bunch of cool acts and music it was like it's gonna be a three-day sort of celebration of just all of the awesome stuff but what happened and my friend Matt uh, was killed in an accident And it turned out that his, uh, the celebration of his life and also his funeral were, was going to be on the Saturday of this three day weekend that you and I already sort of knew about. And so when I really thought about it, I was like, well, it would feel weird to like not have this fun celebration with someone that I enjoy so much and spend so much of my time with and make stuff with. It would also, I can't not go. And so I went, I was here on Friday. I went yesterday and was in New York. All the way to New York. Yeah. Yeah. I flew out really early and I got to New York met up with my nyc fam we had the celebration of matt's life it was incredible and uh i'm like a little emotional talking about it so i don't want to talk too much about it but we like oh the public loves tears let them flow no don't don't it's like it's it's a lot for me and it was um really cool to like send them off in the right way and like dance and celebrate and just really be with those people who mean so much to me yeah and right, then I... and
1: doing the horror, like y'all, because he was Jewish, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, when you were telling me about dancing the horror, just drunken, lovingly, yeah, I mean, we swirl... all kicked
0: off like our shoes, and his mom, and his stepdad, and his you know, family, and it was no kids allowed, just adults, so. We were all kind of drunk and raucous and, you know, the the service had been earlier that day and it had been a little more reverent. I believe I hadn't been at that part, but we just like all kicked off our shoes and we swirled and swirled and swirled and they lifted his urn up in the middle and we like, yeah, we sent him off. It was really good.
1: That's beautiful.
0: And then we all got really drunk (laughs) and we told a lot of stories about Matt. And then um, at the end of the night, it was so funny because I had an early flight to come back and all of my friends were like Gibson what's next Are we go into the bar for you know like we're gonna close down the bar and I was like no I have to go back to my friend Raya's and get my bag and like maybe sleep for a minute and then you know get this early plane and they were like amateur move that you didn't bring your bag <laughs> it is to an amateur service move. so we could all go up for a drink and then we'll just take you to the airport from the bar yeah
1: that is an amateur move I got
0: called out <laughs> I lost my party um my my party medal, my like b- partier in charge medal. because mm-hmm. then i so i was like no i have to go home to rise they were all like whatever see you next time gibson you know so good to see all those people hug them love them so important to love your people your friends your family while you can please everyone do this and um anyway i got in the cab with my friend raya we got back to her place she was like i'm going to bed and i was like okay i'm going to." she has this beautiful rooftop that overlooks manhattan and she's in park slope and so you can see the whole island of manhattan lit up at night and i love going up there especially just like to have a quiet contemplative moment oh
1: just talk to the moon for a second
0: yeah and I i was like i just need to sort of like decompress and have a moment by myself and i went up there with a glass of wine and i smoked a cigarette and like looked at the skyline and sort of thought about my new york family and my new york life and might have cried a little. And then <laughs> I went. I a was lottle. Like, no, nope, just a, Was it a know, lottle? No, stop okay. with the tears. I don't <laughs> want to, <laughs> no. I cried a little. And I um, then went to go back downstairs to like nap on the couch for an hour and the door had closed behind me. <laughs> And I had never needed a key to get back in before it It's always just open, right. but there's a new deadbolt that has been installed since my last visit. The clear
1: backpack of the roof.
0: And I, yeah. And I, so I knocked on the door and Raya and I had been drinking together at this funeral all night at the celebration for Matt's life all night. And she had like put her earplugs in and gone the fuck to bed. So there I was on the roof with upcoming flight. And all I had was a phone. And I was like, Five stories up on a Brooklyn rooftop at three a.m. Fucking
1: god, and not a soul because it's three. Like the city never sleeps, but also this the city takes naps.
0: Well, and who the fuck am I going to call? Yeah, like nobody has a key to Raya's house. I'm at Raya's house and she's asleep. I'm just on the roof. So then I had like horrible, you know, like time lapses in my head where I pictured myself with the sun coming up and me still trapped on the roof, missing my flight back to Las Vegas, and just being like ah. So then, anyway, I did a series of things. I called the cops. I called the locksmith. I called a bunch God, of. God, what's it
1: like to call the cops on yourself?
0: Yeah. Oh, they were like, "What's your name, ma'am?" And I was like, Ugh, "Mary Jane Gibson." They were like, well, "Yeah." It was weird. I called. You're 9- never
1: going to be president.
0: I called nine one one. Never going to be president. Why well, can't I'm Canadian? <laughs> oh, yeah. Although I was born here.
1: All right. All
0: right. Maybe we'll be president co-president.
1: <laughs> Double presidents?
0: Double president. That's so it's Yeah, so that's good. the only way a woman's ever going to get into the office.
1: Is if a man is there as well? I mean, that's a But it's always it's like chess. The queen beh- behind he the He makes king. it okay. Yeah, but really the queen runs the show.
0: Right. Oh god. No. I can't go down that road either.
1: Anyway, so you called the cops on yourself?
0: Yes, I called the cops on my, I finally called 911. I called a locksmith. And they were like, we'll send the locksmith if the cops are there. And the cops were like, we'll be on our way. But low priority for Brooklyn cops. 3 a.m. Some dumbass on a fucking rooftop. Clearly had some wine or whatever. And then finally I was like, I'm just going to jump up and down above right where I know where Raya's bed is until she wakes the fuck up. And I not only woke Raya up, I woke her neighbor up. And uh, Raya came up to them and she was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I've been jumping up here for 20 minutes. I got a flight to catch, I gotta go. (laughs) And I didn't nap on the couch, I jumped down, I got my stuff, I bounced into a cab and uh, got over to Newark and flew back here. So I was in, there was no sleep. No sleep in Brooklyn.
1: No, yes. (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah. You're, thanks for wanting to party so hard. It's and not. like really like live life. You're lit, But you're making the choice to live life and not cut out. It's not A or B. It's A and B.
0: I honestly thank you. It's not about partying hard. It's about living life. And that's so, um, it's such a distinction. It's not about getting as fucked up as possible. It's not about anything like I I went you know I was here with you on Friday we had an amazing time and ran around and saw a bunch of stuff I went to this thing yesterday and saw my family in New York and celebrated Matt's life and then being here with you again today at no point have I been like when am I gonna get shit fit you know there's that's not ever part of it and yes I love to trip and run around and enjoy all of the things and it's only important if I'm doing it with people that I enjoy and if I'm seeing and and taking in music and art that is making me feel something. I'm not trying to numb. I'm trying to experience stuff. Yeah right?
1: Yeah. Beautiful. A-
0: am I? <laughs> oh, and then you ask at the <laughs> end. I love that. What do you I think about that. how I feel?
1: That's like the, the, the most passionate speech in the world in any movie where it's like, and that's why I'm here today. Uh huh. If that's okay with you guys. Is that, is that
0: cool? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What about you? What the fuck happened in the day that I did this turnaround and tried to get myself arrested? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. Look, I mean, I do. I love, I, I feel like I'm to, be repeating myself at this point I'm just like drinking and smoking and you know getting high making new friends that I'm never gonna see again but that's okay because in that moment we are the best friends you could ever be with somebody yeah and tonight uh I gotta find a good meal to eat so I can take shrooms and take more molly and dance my heart out and just kind of like you know Shed that skin. You gotta shed your skin every once in a while.
0: You do have to shed your skin. What do you think about the diminishing returns when it comes to uh, MDMA or Molly?
1: Yeah, it is diminishing returns. Yeah. It is. Are you Which, experiencing that? Um, I'm not because I'm getting swept up in the music and the vibe and the flavor of this whole taste. So I'm not at all. But I I understand the chase where it's like, oh, it's not like the first time. Which is also why I really like this new vape pen because it gets me reasonably high, all of the time, but I, I'm not chasing being high, I'm just enjoying it. Right. And um, yeah, I don't know if I can answer that, but because I do chase feeling the same way I felt the first time I took Molly and put it up my butt and danced at a rave until five in the morning.
0: So the first time you ever took Molly, you put it up your butt?
1: Yeah, I put it up my butt. Why? Because uh, I heard it kicks in faster, and so I was like, well, then say no more. Like, I'm not here to wait to have a good time, I'm here to have a good time up the butt it goes, you just go to a bathroom stall, you put it on your finger, you push your finger up your butt and you pull your finger out and you wash your hands three times and then the and it works faster.
0: I want to say to that, I, it makes me feel like, God, he's such a jock, (laughs) but also like, God, he's such a, like a, a, a psycho, not voyager. Like you just want to go all the way there immediately. Like you want to time travel into, you want to time warp into whatever, like the most intense part of that drug experience is immediately.
1: Yes. Immediately. I've
0: never been that way. I'm fascinated by it. Really? I,
1: I, I hate the gray. Give me the black, give me the white. I, I, gray makes me impatient and anxious. So I have to be on both sides at all times. Hi. No, that's not true. Not at all times. But you know what I mean? Like chasing those extremes. Well, now that important. you and I
0: have hung out and like taken psychedelics together a couple of times. Do you have any kind of appreciation for this sort of like, because I like to take, you know, just a little and see. And then sort of like throughout the experience, like maybe add to it a little bit or, or just let it be. How do you feel about that?
1: Mm, I respect it. And I've tried it before. Like I tried it. Um, a dude gave me a sugar cube of acid. And so I, I bit a third to see how it would feel 50 minutes later. Cause I've never tried acid and I still haven't cause the acid didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I just ate a sugar cube for two hours. Um, but I took a page out of your book by taking a bite, seeing how I feel, taking another bite, seeing how I feel and then eating the whole thing. Uh, had I never seen you do that before, it would not have occurred to me. And I just would have gone, <laughs> you know, one, one swallow and just see what happens. Mm hmm. Yeah, I like seeing what happens. I I also like that because I get to see how much control I could still have in extreme situations. And I really get off on trying to have as much control as possible while still living in these very extreme um, avenues.
0: So I think it's interesting listening to you to talk about it because I was just thinking about other friends that I know who have been extremists. Mm -hmm. Um, A very dear friend of mine years ago in New York, we were all part of the Burning Man scene and he gave me a birthday card and on the birthday card were taped a bunch of pills. And I was like, what are these? And he was like, I don't know. (laughs) And I was like, okay, say no more. Yeah. And he was like, well, you know, just take them and find out. Yeah. And... Maybe that was my first encounter with someone like that. But since then, I've had people who want to really like lean in, dive off the cliff or whatever it is. A huge part of it for me is that I'm a woman. Okay. And I have to be much safer and more considered when it comes to uh, altering my consciousness because of the reality that women, when they are altered sometimes uh end up with you know people taking advantage of them in bad situations and i really learned that at burning man like running around and being high and you know there were a couple times where like i had to take someone a young woman or girl away from a situation where i was like that guy is not
1: yeah does
0: not have good intentions and if you go with him right now bad things will happen please come with me and um that's just a big part of it too
1: that's wow. that's
0: the reality of the low and slow that's Straight like something up. that guys were like come on just do it it's like you it's the drug version of you've never had to walk down a street with keys in your fucking fist
1: yeah like i don't know if it's true or not but no woman probably invented butt chugging vodka
0: uh, uh the tampon soaked in vodka i believe was actually a woman's invention
1: I, that's a great invention
0: <laughs> so i'm gonna take that one away from you and <laughs> turn it back to the uh women column one for women yes boom they did actually invent that
1: That's a dope slash on the mark. Yep. Damn. That's so, but also, oh my gosh, I don't know what to say to that because this is like so interesting to listen about.
0: Yeah, like I have a lot of fearless guy friends who are like, just go for it in whatever way, like go and do the thing all the way. Mm -hmm. My doing the thing all the way has to be mitigated with me knowing that at some point, unless I'm completely surrounded with friends, like in a cabin in the woods, and I have no reason to distrust any of them. I can't like at a festival. If you and I like were running around tonight and you know, I was out of my mind and we got separated. I, I would all of a sudden feel weird being out of my mind alone at a place like this. Yeah. And so that's part of it. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. For you, 100%. And I think, I I, I don't think that this is like a singular thing. For me, you were in New York, uh, jumping up and down on a roof and celebrating your friend's life Mm -hmm. yesterday. And I was dancing to Florence and the Machine alone, um, unapologetically, you know, out of my gourd. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it didn't even occur to me to not be.
0: Yeah, and having a beautiful. I mean, like to tip it back to the really positive. Like you had an amazing time, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I made I made so many friends of the night who we will not remember each other, but we just shared special moments. Yeah. But damn.
0: I know Hmm. I kind of I I know I kind of like that sounds like a bit of a bummer I don't think I I, think it's just acknowledging the truth of what it is too, And, and a little bit of a sort of like a PSA of like listen if you're going to do any of these things if you're going to drink if you're going to get high if you're going to trip just always put safety measures in place it really is like play play safe be okay put do all the things that you need to do to make sure that you're going to enter into it in a safe way and exit from it in a way where you felt like you've taken care of yourself the whole time and you're not asking the universe to take care of you. That's nice. Yeah.
1: Hmm, can we wrap this up? Is there anything else?
0: Oh, I don't know. Um, Just that open mic eagle. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He killed it.
0: He did a song about vulnerability and relatability, and it was, like, fucking great. Yeah,
1: to a sold-out standing-room-only crowd.
0: Yeah, people who were screaming, and uh, it was really exciting. And now uh, we're going to, I don't know, you want to go eat?
1: Yeah, let's go eat. What are we going to eat? I'm going to be honest, Nacho Daddy.
0: Oh. Uh, Like,
1: if I'm going to, because I'm going to take drugs tonight. Like, I need, like, chicken wings. I need... Uh, Nachos with more sour cream than is acceptable. Okay. Like I need I need like these nachos to like Not be able to hold the weight of the dips on top of them That's Mm. kind of what i'm looking to right now. Okay, just so that I can steal myself for the other side of the coin
0: Do you think they have chicken wings there
1: at nacho daddy? Yeah Yeah, they smoke them and they grill they put them on the grill
0: Okay, because i'm I just want to suck a wing off a bone Ooh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. You break it in half. Just, just, yeah. I'm going to
0: slurp some wings. Yeah. Um, I want to ride that Ferris wheel.
1: It's important. Oh, with the sun going down.
0: Yep. Uh, and we're not far off from sunset now. And I want to be at the main stage for who is it tonight? Who's Yeah. Uh, No, there's someone else. So at the main stage, I can't even remember who it is. (laughs) <laughs> who am I excited about? I can't remember. Fuck.
1: You don't know who you're excited uh, about?
0: I have it in the schedule on my phone, but you know, that's all you someone need. fucking awesome. Uh, Weird Al. Is yeah. Weird Al? <laughs> if it was Weird Al, my brain would explode. <laughs> it's
1: Weird Al with Pavarotti, if I yeah, remember. Yeah, great. Yeah, they're going to be doing Eat It. Um, <laughs> and then Pavarotti is going to be the one who says, like, just eat it. Eat uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So that should be cool. And That'd that's cool. at midnight.
0: Yeah, great.
1: Uh, um, can't other. Wait. Oh, I do remember a couple of more people. Who, what? Um, they're going to play the soundtrack from King Ralph. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in a dungeon. So that oh should be God. a pretty cool get. Uh-huh. Uh, you got to go to that. Uh, the Honey Nut Cheerios Bee is here um, and is going to be doing an acoustic set, which is kind of exciting. So, you know, we definitely want to catch that.
0: I'm, I, I... <laughs> we gotta go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I need to go suck some wings. (laughs) Um, I think, yeah, any plugs?
1: Yeah, I do have some plugs. Um, I'm going to be in Sacramento doing the Gateway Show uh, on October 5th, which is a show where the first half of it we do sober sets, and then we all get high out of our minds. Last time I drank 100 milligrams of Kush syrup, and, um, you know, my whole body felt like it was asleep. (laughs) <laughs> and my voice did not sound like my own. And I had a great set. So October 5th in Sacramento is that. Uh, I might be in San Francisco doing a bunch of shows on October 3rd and 4th, but I don't have any more details right to Neon. And then the next Glazed is October 18th. Um, people are already buying tickets. I haven't even released the lineup, but the lineup is good. So definitely come to that if you enjoy fun.
0: And uh, anyone in California will be able to look for weed and grub ads on APOP media screens throughout like 250 dispensaries, I think starting next week. That's like right. When you go in to buy your legal weed, look up at the screen and you might see one of our spots coming across uh, just saying like, hey, we have this podcast, Prohibited wrote this cool article calling us LA's hottest new cannabis or pot yeah, cast. Yeah, Podcast. And, uh, God, we're going
1: to be in 250 dispensaries. Yeah.
0: And things feel really cool right now. And a huge part of that is, uh, just all the incredible guests that we've had, you know, serving to boost our signal, all of the incredible listeners writing back and interacting with us. Obviously my favorite part of it is just fucking talking to you and doing fun shit with you and then talking about that and then doing more fun stuff and smoking more weed and eating more food and talking about that. (laughs) And then, and then, and then, and then, and
1: then. Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh,
1: uh. Ooh. I, uh, oh, and also, um, if you want to go on Magical Butter, uh, right. do Weed and Grub as a coupon code and yep. you get a delicious discount because Magical Butter makes cool shit and then you can make cool shit.
0: Magicalbutter.com. Yeah. They have the infusion machines and a bunch of other cool stuff. And we made infused coconut oil that you can use as lube or cook with.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> do it at the same time. Come yeah. real hard. Flip over the steak. <laughs> it's perfect. It's kind of perfect, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, what a weekend it's going to be.
0: It's, yeah.
1: It's Uh, good. uh, Are we done?
0: I'm good. I'm good too. Okay. Let's go eat. Bye. Bye.